1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Oilers
2: Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630
1: Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team.
2: Richard glove save! Mike Smith, a game
1: saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He's like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Oh! David
2: danced around
0: Morgan Rye. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game. My message today
2: is we're trying to win. One-timer score. We are on the right circle. No risk, no gain. And now we're going to have a goal ref- action. This is NHL overtime. This is Ryan Eugen Hopkins. This is Arthur Platt. This is Leon Draisaitl. This is from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this... Is Oilers now with Bob Stoffer? Brought to you by Digitex, service for all brands of print equipment in your
1: office. Yeah, Digitex does that.
2: D i g i t e x dot c a. Now Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, Six Thirty Shed. Shed.
0: Bob Stauffer in the 630 Chad Studios. Hope you're having a uh, solid Friday. The Edmonton Oilers arrived back in. Where's this mic placement going here? What happened here? I leave for a week. Uh, they arrived back in last night from the city of Chicago at 245 in the morning. Dropped off Louis at his place at 3 and uh, here we go. A uh, incredibly busy stretch for Edmonton uh, in part because of you know things like Mandated off days and bye weeks and those sort of situations. The Oilers basically wrapping up what amounted to a seven-game homestand. Their fourth in six games, or fourth game in six days last night in Chicago, were not good early and ultimately took a 4-3 loss. Nonetheless, the playoff marches on. Ten of the final 14 games for the team are at Rogers place. The Edmonton Oilers, it's all in front of them right here, right now. Time for them to go get it. 36-24-8. and Um, Logic dictates in the final 14 games. If they get, say, eight or nine wins, they'll be in for sure. Even seven probably gets them in at this stage as well. This is Oilers Now. We're going to have some fun today. It's brought to you, as always, by... Digitex, buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Hope you're having a solid Friday. Oilers, get at it tomorrow night against the Columbus Blue Jackets. It's a late game part two of the Hockey Night in Canada double header. Tickets available at edmontonoilers.com for all of the 10 games played in March. Oilers have taken care of business on the road. They've won 20 of 37 games on the road so far this year. they got one of the best road records in the National Hockey League. And now in their playoff march, they got to make it happen here in Edmonton at Rogers Place. All right, coming up on today's show, a complete recap of last night's game. We'll discuss a little bit more about scheduling, which is becoming an increasing factor in a uh, league that has the sort of competitive balance that the National Hockey League has right now. Um Elliot Freeman coming up at 1.05 today for NHL Hockey and Rogers and her friends at the River Creek Resort and Casino. And former Canadian Athletic Club star, no, not Mark Spector, uh, Specs flying back today from Chicago, but NBC uh, analyst out of Washington, Al May, at 1.35. We will open up the River Creek Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. ZZ Top bringing their beards and blues roots to the River Cree on May the 8th. Tickets available at rivercreeresort.com. And you can also text us our Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your pregame kids' pregame warm-up. Brendan Escott's a big part of the show. He joins me right now. So, Brendan... Tell me why we open up with Pink Floyd to start. Was was it just the mood you were in, or is there something specific to rock history that's going on there?
3: Yeah, that's more of a Sunday morning song than a Friday afternoon, if you ask me. David Gilmour turns 74- today bob I, I know he's not a part of the band anymore but hard to believe 74 years old hey man when you
0: get to 74 you're just happy that you're above ground that's really all that matters at that stage anybody in fact any guy over the age of 50 will tell you that brendan you'll get to that point in your life uh, moving forward this is oilers now so yes indeed the edmonton oilers were in sh- were you able to were you able to find a little bit of a snippet for me were you able to hunt that down uh, yeah, you want Canadian or American? I, wa- I want I want American, man. Because right, uh... there is nothing quite like, as we go in our own, there's now Audio Vault for Direct work where we're safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at Uh One of the things that Jack and myself discussed, Jack Michaels, wherever we go on the road, are the singers. Who's singing the anthems? How good are the respective singers? Nobody does it better than Jim Cornielsen. Give me a little uh, clip of the U.S. as well. Chicago is a great city. It's got Midwest value. People are nice, but it's got everything you could possibly want. They love their sports teams, terrific music scene, uh, whatever possible restaurant in the world you'd want to go to. They got it right in downtown Chicago. And they are loyal fans, and they love their anthem. I know we have several listeners to the show that have been to games in Chicago. If that doesn't get you electrified, get you pumped up, nothing quite does. That said, not a great first couple of periods for the Edmonton A bit of a trend. Um, Sometimes when the team has had some success or coming off a couple of emotional victories and then they get a CBA manned off day, they've had some challenges firing that engine up. Uh, They're not the only team that has this, especially... When they play four games in six days, or in the case of the Oilers, where really they were completing a seven-game road trip. Of course, we had the Southern uh, California Vegas trip for three games, came back, played Winnipeg, uh, got an off day in against Winnipeg, and then a practice day, and then went right back on the road. It's it's not an excuse. It's just a reality today that did not exist as much in the past. In the past, there was a wider variance between the teams. Really, today, you got one horrifically bad team, which is Detroit. Then pretty much anybody can beat anybody and even Detroit has beaten some good teams this year. I think they've beaten the Boston Bruins four times. So, anybody can beat anybody. You got to be on your game and you got to be ready to go and energy is an issue. And for those of you that have traveled and, you know, and what I mean traveled, if you fly a lot, you know that it can take a little bit of out of you. And it's again, it's not an excuse. It's just a factor that explains at times why teams sometimes don't necessarily have their A-game going early. And make no mistake, the Oilers did not have their A-game going right from the start. Into our Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Here's the call of last night's game.
2: Edmonton poised to record its first four-game winning streak since beginning the year 5-0. A run that ended right here at the United Center. Lucas Carlson, a drive, blocked up top, and then a big hit by Kyler Yamamoto. He's flattened Lucas Carlson. Welcome to the NHL. Swung up ice to Taves. He'll chip it over to Saad. Wrist shot, denied. Mike Smith, another big save, point blank on Saad. Inside, wrist shot. Nylander had it redirected by Larson, rebound Strom, centering pass, Kane, wrist shot score, That's 30 for Patrick Kane, Chicago takes a 1-0 lead. Taves in across the line, offensive zone, Drake Kajula goals in his last two, Boca's back backdoor, slid wide, wraparound score, Jonathan Taves, 2-0 Chicago. Bokfus from Keith to Brinkett, shot score. It's Nugent Hopkins, dry settle back to Nugent Hopkins. Same rebound, score. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has put Edmonton right back in the game. A second at Corey Crawford and Nugent Hopkins, just his second goal ever in this building. Well, one of the things that's really
0: been noticeable with Yamamoto and Nugent Hopkins and Drysaddles, their ability to keep plays alive in the offensive zone when maybe the first foray in has stopped. And again, they kept that one alive. Nugent Hopkins drove in that hard 3-1 game. Edmonton needs to build on that. To break it again.
2: rich shot scored. 4-1 Chicago. Dabrinkin second of the night. But here, off a turnover, Andre of the see rich shot off the crossbar, he heard the footsteps of Riley Shane Turned it over, and now Cassian bursts in left circle. Wade centers one-timer. Score! Josh Archibald puts Edmonton back in the game. It's four to two. Fierce fight for the puck against Jonathan Taves. Nurse won the battle. Tries to inside. Score! Kyler Yamamoto upstairs. They have nothing. It is within one with 11 minutes to go.
0: Well, give uh, Jack credit. He nailed that call right away. And uh, you know what? Unfortunately for the Oilers, they couldn't get that fourth uh, game-tying goal. Maybe they didn't deserve it. You know, you take a look at how they played through the first uh, 35 to 38 minutes of the game. By the way, Brendan, I don't know. I got some feedback afterwards from a couple people that they were saying that, you know, Mike Smith was part of the problem. And last night's. were they watching the same? Like, we have... In Edmonton, uh, the Oilers are incredibly fortunate. They've got loyal, passionate, and knowledgeable hockey fans. But if you think last night's game was the loss should be, uh, you know, chalked up to Mike Smith's performance and goal, man, I I don't know what you're smoking. It is all legal now, but I think you're out to lunch. Because that was a collective all-in team crap show through two periods. Like... How many guys could you say brought it and played well in the first two periods last night? That was almost a mercy pull by Dave Tippett to wake his team up and get him going. That was not Mike Smith going in that game was 12-1 and 4 in his previous 17 starts, points in 16 to 17 games. In the first period alone, after the Oilers had a couple offensive chances in the first three minutes and they were not sharp, reoccurring theme coming off of mandated off days on the heels. Of a really busy schedule, and the schedule gets more compressed because we have by weeks now in the NHL. Plus, you have to factor in four CBA-mandated off days per month as part of the CBA. So it becomes a challenge. And again, Chicago's a 70-point team, Edmonton's an 80-point team. These are not that different of teams. This is not like when one team would have 110 points, another team would have 45. And you could maybe win by only playing a period against that team. The orders, I hate to say it, they kind of didn't deserve it. And guess what? The coach, Dave Tippett, he said the same thing.
1: No, we need, we need to recognize what we did at the start of the game. Right? You can say you're, chasing, you're down 4-1 and you're going to chase in the third period. That's Every team does that, right? And so I'm more concerned about what we did in periods one and two than what we did in three.
0: Uh, the owners did get two goals. The in the third period, the second Yamamoto's goal. Um, Edmonton ended up getting a too many men on the ice call after, in the confusion of the goal.
1: Here's Dave Tippett. Yeah, that's the rule. Yeah, we had uh, had a player go on, thought that another player changed, and a player went on for out. And that's uh, that's the way it goes. If there's a penalty, if the bo- you know, if they would have blown it down right away, obviously there's no penalty. But uh, when it goes on like that, that's the that's the way the rule reads. And good goal, but we ended up short.
0: And to be honest with you, the penalty killing was pretty good last night like they that second power play didn't get a sniff. The reason why they do that by the way is so teams can't take cheap shots at guys if they know it's gonna end up being a goal and you know while well, everything afterwards reverts back to when the goal occurred you no 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 if you if you take a penalty the penalty still gets called uh I'll say this about Dave tippett he somehow found a way to keep a positive uh, uh, was a negative end result last night he had this to say on what the Oilers need to work
1: on we know how we have to play harder when you when you can recognize it in game like that years. the second period we recognize it in play so that's uh it's got to come with within a little bit and there's some things we can do to improve that and we'll look to do that saturday
0: uh ken holland was with the uh, edmonton oilers last night and uh we talked often over the course of the last month about Josh Archibald being represented by Steve Bartlett, and you will see reports coming in. Uh, have the owners made this official yet, Brendan? Sure,
3: sure looks like they have. got the message from, uh, from the media team. Okay, well, that, why
0: did I not get that? Oh, wait, I needed to open up. Yeah, two-year contract extension for uh, Josh Archibald. Uh, I would say the minimum is going to be 1.5. That, that's my guess. The minimum on that is $1.5. I could be wrong. Up or down $250,000. bucks. we will have to wait and see. But uh, Josh Archibald is represented by Steve Bartlett. Steve's going to be handing over his agency here in the next couple of years. And uh, he's one of the worker bees for the Edmonton Oilers. Um Speaking of the game last night, let's get to about last night again, which, by the way, I think was actually filmed in Chicago. Uh, Leon Dreisettle said the Oilers uh, didn't start on time last night.
1: Yeah, every team at this this time of the year, I think, uh, is desperate. So, yeah, tonight we just started too late, started competing too late. So, um, yeah, you're not going to beat any team like that. Uh,
0: there you go. Josh Archibald, by the way, has matched his career-high 12 goals. Dreisaitl added some additional comments on playing uh, against desperate teams like Chicago,
1: yeah, I mean we've been in that situation. Um, you know, guys playing for contracts. You just kind of go out and play, right? So, but that's not an excuse. You, you know, if if you want to be a playoff team, you you got to you got to beat this team. So, um, we got to regroup and yeah, be better next game. There you go, Leon Dry. So will add
0: two more assists. By the way, he's up to 110 points. Uh, some other thoughts. Uh, you know what? When when Jonathan Taze is at home and the home team gets that matchup, they got Jonathan Taze, he was in Connor McDavid's grill and Connor needed some help from his line mates and there were some challenges. Uh I, I did think Athanasiou had some okay moments in the hockey game. He rang one off the bar early in the third period. Uh, but that's still a work in progress. Obviously, Nugent Hopkins along with Drysaddle and Yamamoto continue to contribute. It's ridiculous. Nugent Hopkins has got 39 points in the last 27 games. Uh, Drysaddle's got 49 points in the last 27 games. Yamamoto's played 24 of those 27 games. He's got 11 goals and 24 points. So there you have it. It is 12-24 in Edmonton. When we come back order Oilers now, we'll get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing.
2: This is Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is uh, 1226
0: in Edmonton. Uh, again, uh, the breaking news. Josh Archibald, two-year contract extension, $1.5 uh, million per year. So, guessed one right, I guess. Uh, there you go over 150 hits. He's already matched his career-high 12 goals. He's moved up and down on the lineup. And he's part of the orders uh, number two-ranked penalty-killing unit. Elsewhere, as we go to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, it was great seeing Drew Shamahorn in Chicago yesterday building tailored, branded programs with your order. Uh, and When your order is done on time, every time Elite Promotional Marketing, here's Brandon Escott.
3: Six games around the league tonight and some Pacific Division playoff ramifications to keep an eye on when Winnipeg entertains Las Vegas. Calgary hosts Arizona and Vancouver welcomes in Colorado. Leafs are in Anaheim in the nightcap tonight. 11-time Stanley Cup champion Henri Richard passed away at 84 years old today. The pocket rocket was diagnosed with Alzheimer's back in 2015. Those 11 Cup wins are the most ever by a player, I believe, with one franchise. I could be wrong because we know Jean Beliveau has his name on the cup about 112 times. Um... Where am I at here? It's obviously a shame he spent 20 total years in the Canadiens organization prior to his Hall of Fame induction in 1979. Roberto Luongo's jersey will be raised to the rafters in Florida tomorrow night. His 489 career wins, third all-time in the organization, actually made a point of holding this ceremony while his hometown team, the Montreal Canadiens, are in sunrise. Now, speaking of Vegas, they recalled Nicolas Wah and Brandon Peary from the AHL this morning. The Flyers doing the same with four. Former first-rounder Joel Farabee, while the Isles summoned Thomas Hickey. Colorado did return Martin Cout to the Miners. Bakersfield starting a home-and-home with Stockton on the road tonight. Playoff-bound, Edmonton Oil Kings hosting Swift Current tonight at Rogers Place. They'll play the Tigers in Medicine Hat tomorrow night, Bob, and then just four regular season games remaining when they return.
0: All right. Uh, again, uh, the news of the day: Josh Archibald to your contract extension, 1.5 million per. When we come back, we're going to hear from you. The playoff march is on. The Edmonton Oilers record currently—I got to remember what the record is. is it 36-24-8. I think that's what the record is: 36-24-8. Get your thoughts on a big four-game homestand coming up, where the Edmonton Oilers are at. By the way, uh, Joe Haggerty, Hacks with Hags, wrote a piece about why David Pasternak should be the league MVP. There's others in New York scene or Panarin should be the league MVP. We'll get to all that after a global news weather traffic update
2: with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.